What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. This is the Fight Club. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe, and comment your takeaways from the Crawford-Advizanian fight, the Inuit Butler fight, Lopez-Martin whole card. Go down, comment, let us know what y'all thought on those cards. But as always, these are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickle, Wyndham Concha, and I'm with... Going on, boys? It's your man, Primetime Mark. This shit was a rough weekend, man. I mean, it was up and down. I, I'll give it a little side. Yeah, it was, the weekend was good. And fucking, if you were up at 7 in the morning for Tuesday, you got to watch the Anyway Butler Undisputed, where we all knew how that was going to go. But where do you want to start here? What, what fight, what card? Shit, I mean... Let's get into the fucking, might as well get into the top rank, man. Start off big, bro. Go from the jump. Hey, you know what I realized, too, about the top rank? That we didn't get to see Shushu and um, Jair Tucker. Yeah, so Shushu, uh, his opponent, Tapia, he failed at medical. But Tucker didn't make weight. Yeah, I seen that. I, I seen him posting on, I seen it on Instagram before. Cause I seen him posting about it, how. I don't know. If, I think he was apologizing. I can't remember, but whatever. I was like, "Oh shit, that sucks." But yeah, I mean, I, the, from this group of um, young talent, I just didn't expect any of them to not be able to make. Like that was just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, he a bigger boy, so I mean, shit, I get it. His time at one forty seven over. He's gonna have to Man. move up. Boy, going to be in a one fifty four, but shit. Let's get into the boys that fought, man. Hey, all them boys had some competition low-key everybody had a low-key step up tonight or that night we had tiger look good i know you was hyping up that boy duke <laughs> yeah yeah the boy tiger man he just keep keep on keep on doing what he's doing bro he's gonna be on the same route as keish john bro he's constantly with the boys it's, it's it's over bro and boy look great yeah, and then uh, Keyshawn and Animus win as well. And then Xander Zayas. I thought Xander looked real good. There was one point where I think one of his things weren't counted as a knockdown, even though Salazar, like, fell into the ropes and shit. And, like, they didn't uh, rule the knockdown. But, he, I mean, he still looked the fucking on point. What, what, Keyshawn, I felt like, took a step forward, a big step forward. Because one thing I noticed big, big was, like, he wasn't, rushing to get a knockout like he he wanted to not dude out because no one's i don't he's never been stopped uh i forget his name they, he, yeah he, he he wasn't stopped he's fought some guys so he hasn't been stopped Keyshawn really wanted to go out there get it done but dude wasn't he wasn't he jake got a chin bro i was like bro he looked sloppy but he was just taking punches i was like fuck but Keyshawn looked sharp as fuck on point he looks like a mini crawford bro you could tell He's been in Kent with Crawford. He looks like a mini version of Crawford. He got that killer in instinct. He was patient, pick, picking his shots, bro. I was like, damn. And then uh, it was kind of good for him to get the, I think it was eight rounds. And then Xander, one problem about Xander, bro. I haven't really seen, I wouldn't I really say a step back, but he took a half a step back just with his defense. I feel like he was a little lazy with his defense and he was, he was getting hit with shots that he probably shouldn't have been. He still dominated the fight, and he showed that, you know, he could adjust in the ring. He still looked like a top prospect. Like, you know what I'm saying? He did, it wasn't really like that. It's more like if you, like, nitpicking at it, his performance. But, like, he was taking some shots that he probably didn't have to. So I feel like 
he's going to – I already know his camp. They're going to go straight into the next camp yeah, working yeah, on defense. Start cleaning so. all that shit up. Yeah, because that, that was the only thing I've seen. I, I feel like he's been tighter on defense. I don't know if it's the competition or whatever, but I feel like he just got hit with some shots that he probably shouldn't have. And but then, other than that, man, they both got A's to me, A-plus on both of their performance. Super A-plus goes to the co-main, Jared ba- Baby Anderson, getting shit ba- baby. early. Early doing that foot on the show. A-plus on the performance and A-plus on the entrance. The boy came out snatching your Christmas. Stop playing yeah, with him. Mr. Grinch himself, bro. He was looking <laughs> hella fire. I, I knew at that moment we were in for a show. I was like, oh, he's coming. He's coming big today. Hey, man, I re- but every time Jay Anderson is fighting, bro, just know you're getting in a show with the entrance, bro. He's been like that since, like, his third fight, bro. Just, it's always coming out on some on some twirl shit with his entrance, either if it's the music or, it's like, a, his uh, clothes. And uh, this for the WBO International Heavyweight title or whatever, so – Jared Anderson getting a little bit of gold around his waist while just slowly climbing up them rankings, and eventually we'll get the. Bro, seat. you know he threw like a, over like a hundred punches in the first round. Bro, he's built. He's lean. Like he's like a lean, mean machine. Like he's not like a big fat slot. He's all muscle when I see that motherfucker. Well, over a hundred punches in one round for a heavyweight is insane, and I'm like, bro, that's just because he he be trained. That's what happens when you fucking spawn Shakur and shit. Like, these boys, like, he's, his boxing ability is up there, bro. That shit is different. And I feel like once he starts getting that, like, he has power, obviously. But once he starts getting that real heavyweight power coming in him, natural, bro, that shit is going to be scary, bro. He's different. Because his boxing ability is top tier. He's knocking on the doors. Yeah, for real. But we have to get into the main event here. Retia Fima Lopez gets the split decision win over Sandor Martin. And I'm not gonna lie, I I was unhappy when they when they when they said he won. I didn't think he won. I thought I thought Sandor. We talked about it before before we hopped on here a little bit. But I thought he did enough, even if the second knockdown wasn't counted. I thought he did enough to win. He picked his shots. Yes, you can say he was on his back foot, um, backing up the whole fight. But what what did I say? Tiafimo, if he if Tiafimo comes in guns ablazing, this is how he's gonna look bad. He's not he, his worst performances is whenever he doesn't have a real game plan and he thinks he's just better than the dude and tries to just big dog the other guy and the other guy can have a smart game plan pick his shots real well, don't engage in firefights. And that's how we, we see Tiafimo getting popped with some shots. And maybe even the claims of Tiafimo's power not converting at 140 might be real because Sandor even said he doesn't hit hard for at 140. And Sandor's been knocked down before. So I I felt like it was a robbery, but it wasn't the worst robbery. And I mean I've seen I've seen some bad I've seen some bad judging. I'm not gonna say this was a good judge decision, but I can also see because Teofimo did throw more shots. Teofimo did have the better um, numbers at the end of the things. And it's also New York. Like, it's Teofimo's hometown. Base. It's, that's, that's his home court advantage with the, when it comes to judging. So, I see how he won. I'm not upset with that. I just think uh, this is this is showing. Because now if he fights Progress, Progress is going to kill him. Facts. Nah. All right. One thing I want to say, bro. People that say that are complaining that Martin was running. I don't. I feel like that's dumb to say because I mean, look at the sport we're watching, bro. We're watching boxing. Like, 
that is part of the, the art is fucking is that Martin was just a, a crafty southpaw, bro. Use like, the was ring. Just, yeah, like he was, I, mean, I feel like he was doing a great job, honestly. Like he was doing his game plan. What the fuck you think his game plan was to go in there and try to brawl with Teofimo? No, he was going to box him from the outside, wait for Teofimo to come in with those lunging shots, exactly what he did, and get him with a counter uh, left hand over and over and over and over. Bro, just Rinse like, and repeat. Bro, I was like, bro, Tio, bro, like, at least go, if you're going to go in there, at least go in there with your hands up. He's going in there with his hands down and trying to loop in shots. And then Martin is in this bed. Ha! With a fucking left hand every fucking time. Fum, fum. And then he, he kind of gets out of there. He's not really. And, or the, the both of the knockdowns. I think they're both check right hooks. Boom. Coming in. Coming in with that chin up, bro. Like, you can't do shit like that to, like, a, a, a fighters like this. And especially with, it, like you saying, with progress, bro. Like, progress will eat that up, bro. And he got heavier hands. Way heavier. Way, way heavier hands than motherfucking Martin or whatever, bro. So, but. Let me go back to Tio. I thought I thought Tio won, but I feel like it was a very close decision. Um, the second knockdown was a scam that should have been a knockdown. He, he got hit with the check right, so I'll give you that. But if we're not including that, I would say Tio won. I feel like he did enough, but I mean it was close, bro. That shit is razor sharp. Um, but that last judge that had it 97-92, bro, trash, bro, on, trash. Man. That's trash, bro. That shouldn't, something like that shouldn't have happened because you can't tell me Martin only won two rounds. So, like, that was bullshit. Judges uh, need to anything, be held more accountable. Like, they should be having, like, getting, like, six months bans, and if you're doing bad judging, like, multiple times, like, a lifetime. They probably, bans, bro, like, they, probably, they probably held that judge last in their life. Let's see what the other two guys have and fucking scratch that shit, man. They didn't want to see T.O. lose or some shit. I don't know what it was, but that was some fuck shit for real. I ain't going to lie. But I, I, I felt like T.O. did enough to win. It wasn't like no decisive shit. He did, definitely didn't show nothing. That's why he was – that's why after the fight it looked ugly. He, you could, his body language looked ugly. He even said he it did. himself. Do I, do, you, do I still got it? Does he still got like, bro? He's sitting here questioning himself, and in a sport like boxing, bro, you cannot, you can't have confidence. That's what the trainer's job is to do: is to put that confidence in you, not just train you physically. They're supposed to train you mentally, and I don't know, like that's where he's missing the most. I don't know, but his confidence is not there right now. He felt like he didn't do enough in the in the in the fight, and I mean, he didn't, but. I feel like there's still things he could go back and look at that he could take from and still learn from and move on from this fight. But I feel like, bro, I don't even if he doesn't want to get rid of his dad, I feel like he needs to bring in another trainer to like co like maybe his dad be the co-trainer and they need to bring in another head type and just like change shit up, bro, because man, ego, that's it. Ego is just a dangerous thing, bro. Ego is just <laughs> Yeah, man, I feel like his dad's ego, Teofi. I get that that they got them there, bro. Like that team got to where they're at now. So I understand that if he doesn't want to completely, you know, write his pops off or whatever. But go bring in another trainer, bro. Go bring in someone that can bring back that confidence. Maybe just add something different to the fucking uh, camps and just 
work on that defense. I feel like Tebow, Tebow, uh, T- I was about to say Tebow. Tebow needs to fucking work on jabbing more, come in there with a double jab, triple jab. Is it like kind of like how Haney be doing? Come in that bit with pumping his jab more and setting up a right hand, setting up a and hook. take a breath. You don't have to be the guy controlling everything the whole round and everything. Like, take a stop you can take me, a step back sometimes and yeah, stop having these counter. urges to like. He has like these urges where he has to like lunge forward with his big left hook and right hand and uppercut and like. I feel like that that is not going to work. I feel like that lasted for so long, but as you get to these higher level and more experienced and more better fighters, it's going it's going to you're going to have to learn how to adapt and uh you know, change on the fly. And I feel like that's not what he's doing. And I feel like that now I just look at the fight with Devin Haney a lot different now with Haney. I mean, just like Tio needs to work on learning how to just adapt in the ring, man, setting up his shots. I feel like his power, speed, and all that could still work at 140. He's just not setting up his shots. He's not – he's going more for, like, the one-two, like, looking for the big boom. But he needs to be setting those shots up and just, like, being more patient, I feel like. If he could just work his jab, bro, and then come behind the hook, then he would be able to probably not – he probably would have been able to knock out Martin or something. Like, he just wasn't really using his jab. And he wasn't setting up no shots. Well, so, we, we see Tia Fimo day after the fight back in the gym. So he seems focused. He just got to get the good right. Because everyone was on his head. <laughs> then on the other end, Bert, Sandor Martin, I fuck with you. You got to get a homie in your camp that speaks fluent English and can talk shit fast as fuck for you. Because when y'all got in the ring afterwards, y'all was going back and forth about the scorecards after the fight. Sandor, I, we all we know you were right, but you, you uh, Tia speaks way faster, can say his shit way quicker. It, 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 you didn't, you didn't have anyone in your corner that was talking for you that could have been fucking on the mic. Like, nah, bro, you. I fucking- felt bad for dude almost. I was like, damn, I want to talk for Martin almost. Man. Yeah, like-, like he was just. Yeah, I was like, damn, that sucks to not know English. He probably wants to snap in his own language. Yeah, he was trying to. I give it to him because he was speaking English and like yeah. well. It was a slow, not you weren't talking fast enough to go back and forth with you. Yeah, no, nah, he has to think about what he's saying. That's why. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, well, on to the next two cards because that was the that was gonna be the the longest breakdown was those cards. These next ones we got a couple fast ones for y'all. We go to Crawford getting the sixth round KO on that boy David Avinicien, or we're just calling DA around here. DA, big D or little D. And uh, I mean, let's let's just be honest. Like we we knew we knew Crawford was gonna win. We we knew it was gonna happen. I will, but I mean, pound for pound king. Like that's pound for pound king. There's a reason why he has that title to his name a lot. Uh, usually tagged with him. But how, what about you, Mark? How do you feel? Shit, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I want to call him pound for pound, but we got NUA over there now. So I give it. But besides that, if Crawford was more active, I would still hold him to that number one. But I feel like, bro, Crawford's skill set is still out of this world. He's on, uh, what, I think 10. 10 straight. Knockout, 10 straight knockouts, bro. So no matter who the fuck these, this dude is fighting, that's. That's different, but I think it goes back to 2016. Most of, the, most of the KOs are either champions that he's taking their belt 
or yeah. to a, against someone who thinks they're championship caliber. Like, these aren't bums that he's knocking out. Like, Sean Porter is among the list. Yeah, like, bro, people, that's, that's just when people start talking shit about blah, 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 and they just want to bring up shit. No, fuck all that, bro. Terrence Crawford is a Hall of Famer right now as we speak, even without the Errol Spence fight. No matter what happens after, he is a Hall of Fame fighter. And, bro, and I said, I mean, you could have him still at number one, but anyway, is undisputed. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck all that. Crawford, bro, I thought he came out, looked good. And I want to say he's the greatest switch fighter of all time. Hands down. Probably, clear is. Cut. Probably is best switch fighter of all time. Best switch fighter of all time. That boy is going from Southpaw, Orthodox, Southpaw. I think he came out in this fight more uh, Southpaw than most of the fight. And I could be wrong. I got to go back and rewatch. But I think he might have got the knockdown in the Orthodox. I could be wrong, though. But either way, he bro, like he shows he can get the knockout in, in Orthodox. He shows he can get the knockdown in the Southpaw. Like, he is completely dominant in both in both fucking stances, power in both hands. And that shit, bro, I don't know, man. That shit is crazy. I don't know how that shit's going to look with Spence. He was able – oh, yeah, fuck that. Let me go bring, rewind with the gloves. There's gloves pop. Fuck all the conspiracies. Everyone's talking crazy. No, they're going to say the, it. They're going to say it, Mark. <laughs> what was in them all, gloves? Fuck all the conspiracies, man. My dog just has some boo-boo-ass gloves. And once they once they told him like I think they were waiting to the next round to change him out because they, they let him finish the round and he went in that big closed out the show man fucking could be knocked out of the year if you want to be the gear he switched that gear when they told him that was that's what makes Crawford so fucking different is that gear or that flip that switch bro and it's just like he knows how to turn it up he's still one of the best, if not the best finisher in boxing right now. Like, I don't know who's who's finishing, closing out shows better than that, bro. Like, he, that shit is different, man. He knows when to, he knows when he has you hurt, and he knows when to fucking close that bitch out, bro. And, and I can co-sign that. I co-sign best finisher because there are other people on great finishing streaks as well, but just the caliber of opponents on him doing, like, the people that he, they're doing it to is different. One person that comes off the top of my head would be Tank, but I don't think I like better BF. Yeah, yeah. He could turn a switch on and just completely. There, let's say there, but better BF's resume is nowhere close to what Crawford's last ten was right now. So, and as I say, there's some people that don't have the same resume of opponents that they're literally KOing. Facts, bro, and like, and Crawford went and got uh, undisputed on that knockout streak, so. Yeah, I mean, one of one, like you said, <laughs> pound for pound. Like that boy started the wave. Now look at everybody going after undisputed. He was, he, there was only like uh three or four guys before Crawford that did it. I, I believe. Well, I we, can't remember what. I can't remember what the four belt era, but Crawford. And now look, everybody's getting undisputed, and that's the way to go. Well, we need the Spence fight. We know that, but there's a good fight cooking at 147. They have a. Virgil Ortiz Jr. versus Stallonis now, or Eliminus Stallonis. Daniels or what I am. Yeah, but great-ass fight at 147 that's in the works. And I'm just like, see, like, uh, Boots got an opponent. It's not going to be a super great opponent, I believe, but he got an opponent. But it's just like, these other 147ers are active, and they're fighting 
good opponents as well. Like now it's time. Like we've been waiting long enough. I know I can't say I've waited that long, but other people have been waiting a long ass time for not we we're settled for the Thurmans, the Ortizes, the Boots, but we really want the uh Spence Crawford fight. And we see you can't put someone like DA's not a bad fighter, but you can't put David into the ring with Crawford and, and not expect what the outcome. Like we all knew Crawford was gonna win this fight. It's just and there's no shot at him. It's just Crawford is on a different level. I knew his ass was getting dropped. But hey man, I've been waiting for that fight, Spence Crawford, since 20 fucking 17, man. That's when it started to rumble up a little bit. And bro, like, yeah, shit just needs to happen before it turns into some Mayweather Pacquiao shit. And then our, our last fight, Tuesday, early morning. We had anyway going undisputed at 118 with the 11th round KO against Paul Butler. And yes, it's similar to the Teofimo Sandor Martin fight. Butler was off his back foot a lot. Anyway, had to do a lot of the walking down. And that's why me and Marcus both thought this shit would be over quick. It, it lasted all the way to the 11th round, but it wasn't because anyway wasn't doing damage or couldn't. It was he was having to chase him down for most of this fight. And I'm not dissing Paul Butler. I, I wouldn't engage in a firefight anyway either. Like, that's not that's not smart for your health or your career or to get a W. Bad for your health, man. Anyway, it's different, bro. That boy is different, bro. Fucking body snatcher, fucking. Three, I mean, champion in three divisions, I think they said. And, now, and he confirmed after this fight, he's going to 122. So now he's chasing the fourth division he can put under and undisputed in one of them. So it's just like, that boy is chasing greatness, man. They call him a monster for a reason. He's destroying everything in his path, too. And that boy just looked dominant in that fight. He was doing the Roy Jones, put the hands behind his back. <laughs> Come on, like, like that shit just was too nasty, bro. I'm like, it just looked like levels in that ring. Like, you see the levels. And anyway, it's just, that's why, that's why, man, you kind of, you might have to give anyway the pound for pound right now. Like, he's just doing way too much. He's dominating his competition. No one's fucking with him. And, and the only dude that did fuck with him, he got his get back. And fucking knock this little old ass out. So put him in the dirt. Put him in the dirt. And then fucking he got a whole fucking nation behind him, bro. That shit is crazy. It's a, the monster. Yeah, I want to see him. I, I wanna, I'm excited to see him at 122. Um I w- I hope would then Fulton go up though. Yeah, Fallen. I mean, so Fallen might still go back down to 122, but he's fighting. I think he will. If the money's there, bro. The money's there. He's doing it. But I will say, so Fallen was. I mean, we all give respect to Fallen, but let's not forget, like last year, Fallen was no champ, and then he had a a, a fit like a 50 50 fight with Figueroa that a lot of people thought Figueroa won. That Fallen wins his first belt, then he gets the second belt and another good fight. And now he's fighting Figueroa at 126 for the rematch, but is that for a different different weight, different everything? But I'm just like, Foley isn't, I don't think is as unbeatable as some people think. I still think he's the best 122-er because MJ Akhmadov, I don't think, could beat him. But also, Foley hasn't really chased to go undisputed in 122. He had chances to fight MJ, and he the, the fights aren't, the fight hasn't been made. And people are also like, I don't know how, 
scared anyway would be of, at full end because also like maybe Fallen wouldn't want the anyway fight like he he's he submitted 122 and now he can go to 126 like, i got to lie if there if there's gonna be anyone ducking yeah i i ain't gonna try to call out Fulton like that but i would definitely put my money it would be Fulton's team ducking more than anyway's team and like Fallen might only want to find the u.s or something he wouldn't be down to go to japan or some shit or that's one thing anyway probably is gonna eventually have to do man i mean he doesn't have to he's but. been the a side of all his fights he, once he gets into that 50 50 fight combos that's when i think he's gonna be forced to come out of japan yeah that i mean or if he, he wants to grow his stardom if he wants to grow his stardom in the states he could be on some manny pacquiao shit bro <laughs> when you like come to america and really grow i mean grow his come out here and move to fucking Vegas, you telling me he wouldn't go crazy out there? No, I think he would, bro. And the, the amount of people, because like the way that like Barstool Sports and other media congregates have been coming around fighting sports more and more now, I could see like yeah. him getting like the patty the batty treatment by Barstool Sports because they just see his highlight reel and see that he's a monster and like, oh yeah, like that's the guy we're gonna be back in. Like that's, that's his name, man. I feel like I feel like I feel like you could promote him really good, but I feel like they I feel like Top Rank doesn't really promote him as much as they promote like Lomachenko and like uh these other guys, but anyway, has been the number one pound for pound, and he's been showing it clear cut. Like there hasn't even been like, man, eh, like he's showing it. And I feel like he doesn't get the publicity as he should. I mean, it could be his weight too. I mean, Jay is moving up though to one twenty two. I just say we gotta see what Fulton does. Does he stay at one twenty six or does he? How old is anyway? Oh, he's young. That motherfucker, <laughs> bro. I mean, I don't know how big he is. I mean, I don't know exactly. Twenty nine. Like, he's twenty nine. Not as young as I thought he was, but he's twenty nine. He could end his career what, one thirty maybe. Maybe, but that, but we'll see. Because Fulton, I want to see that fight, but may, maybe we'll settle with anyway MJ or if Fulton relinquishes his belts. I just see. I wonder MJ. how fast track they're gonna put anyway in one twenty. Like, is he gonna go straight after the? Fucking chance, or is he gonna what, have to? If, if they vacant his belts at one twenty two, I think so. I think anyway has a, a, a is a contender to be thrown in for a vacant belt. Like if uh, they just throw him up against somebody, like he's kind of did enough damage. He's went. Un, like it's kind of hard to deny someone who just went undisputed on a weight class below him to not. If there's a vacant belt available, Fulton relinquishes it if he has to. Oh, yeah. they're, they're gonna fast track him. Put him right in there, and then maybe we're- he probably gonna get undisputed at one twenty two, man. And the only one I think can stop him is Fallen. Fallen has the keys to stop him if he decides to stay. But I, I don't want to say he's ducking. I don't want to say it because I fuck with Fallen. But anyway, might just be that guy that you don't want to fight. That boy got power, speed. And Fulham might be playing the long game. He's, he's in Philly. He, I know he's been with Floyd. He got boots in them. He got people around him that talk Floyd some shit. Like, play the long game. Don't fight Fulham. I don't fight anyway in his weight classes. Like, maybe he sees, maybe he sees anyway at like one twenty six or something, and the, his power doesn't transfer as much. Yeah, he could. He could be waiting and fucking waiting until he gets up where he's not in his weight class or some shit. Where Bowen has like two years of experience in that weight class, and anyway, the power don't transfer as much going up in that weight, and maybe he's uh, broken down a little bit more. Who knows? But maybe he's <laughs> just playing the long game. Man, 
anyway is a demon, bro. I give it to him. His highlights are insane. Yeah, well, we yeah, I mean, he went undisputed third weight class. He got a uh, champion. He's going for his fourth. We saw Terrence Crawford ten straight KOs to retain his belt. We need to see him fight more regularly against some better opposition. And then Tia Fimo, we all we're all wondering the same thing. Do you still got it? Whereas the rest of them boys on did they thing the, the top prospects definitely showed out underneath them. Jahid Tucker, but. Lay off the chicken wing or something, bro. I don't know what you lay. Lay off the ice cream. Lay off something because your ass can't be missing weight at this young age. This has been Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul Pickle Winner Concha. I was joined by the one and only Marcus Primetime Henley. And if y'all didn't know, but well, now you know. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. Man, suck it. Let him in. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen. Knowing that I'm having sin. Higher than I ever been.